Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fuck trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Percy Weasley. Oh. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds. Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Now on with the show. Welcome back. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) I don't know how. Just like we never get like a clean like intro ever. We're always just like, well, should we? And everyone's like, welcome back. So as soon as I was like, should we start? Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We have a guest. Hello. Studio audience, Tess. Yeah. It's me, the studio audience. Alive and real and here. I don't know what's happening. Anything new in your Harry Potter life yes so tom is my partner he was in a couple of these episodes and he just finished the books so he just finished seven it was very exciting time but he was like i should really like reread these because i don't understand like some of these gentle references back to the earlier books he started it so long ago yeah Mm -hmm. we started it we realized this we started this um reading to each other when we were in europe we found one of the harry potters in like a like a hostel book swap thing oh, that's cool. so cute yeah, yeah. and Aww, and he had never read them and it was weird to me that like a british boy had never read them <laughs> it and it was always been sense. this yeah it's always been this thing where you're like you have to read them he's like well i've sold the films <laughs> <laughs> spot oh on hello love oh tom's here too oh, tom hi tom <laughs> let me just let me just paint a picture for you so me Hi, and Tom. Hello! Nope. It's beautiful. It's uh, really dead yeah, on. Yeah, we found this book, and um, I can't remember what city we were in. Oh, I can. <laughs> we were in... London. This is a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can? Let me remind you. <laughs> if you have English listeners, they're like, Stop. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, and they hate us. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. did. They all just left. <laughs> yeah. Well, we tortured Scottish people for say, like lost our Scottish seven yeah, But they're used episodes. to being tortured, so mm. they stuck with it. Should this turn Scottish? Actually, it, it does become <laughs> Scottish because it was with my a couple of my friends who Jamie Miller was Wait. part of this. Uh, Ed Grover. Right. Huge listeners. Huge shout out to uh, just Eddie amazing Eddie listener. Grove. Ed Grover. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Ed. birthday Ed. Oh, my goodness. Time to be alive. That surfing pick. Mmm, boy. Oh. <laughs> um, and so then we were in England and we started reading these to our friends Colby and Alyssa who had, I think maybe they had read them, but we all started reading them out loud to each other because we were doing a big road trip up to Scotland and we went like all oh. through the foothills and we went up to the mountains and we climbed some mountains. We literally like climbed Ben Nevis, which is like the highest peak in the UK and we were like reading to each other. a big man. He's a big Ben man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we read to each other like at the top of the peak and we read to each other like in the cars and stuff and... um we actually found the viaduct that has the train that, uh, like, the Hogwarts oh, yeah. Express drives on in the second oh, one. Yeah. That's so pretty. It was so cool. And, like, the part where, you, like, you're facing one way and you're like, that's where the Hogwarts Express is. And Tom cut this insane video that, like, intercuts the movie with it. It's very stupid. <laughs> and then... Um, you should post it. But, yes. You know. Yeah. And when he superimposes our friend's face on Hedwig. You know when Hedwig's eyes <laughs> <are> like, <laughs> <laughs> It's very stupid. Um, yeah, it's super beautiful. And so that was in 2013. 
Wow. And he just finished the book like a month ago? Well, when he started four? Five. Five. Yeah. That was the one he sort of took off with. So he started five and then he went five, six, seven, like all in like two months or something. But um, yeah, the other ones were like five years ago now. Yeah. So worth a revisit. Yeah. Especially because like it's a lot of fun when you're reading them out loud and Mm -hmm. everyone has these crazy voices, but it's really different to the amount that you're like getting in you. Yeah. 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 Now that he's at like a higher reading level, the first ones <laughs> go by a little bit quicker. It only took to five years up. to read yeah. seven books, but he's learning. <laughs> oh, Tommy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then, because he was like, "I want to read them again," spot on, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought I'll beat you, and then I started. <laughs> That's true love, right there. Yeah. That's true love. Uh, well, yeah so I read. I just finished the first one again yesterday. I started and finished and had a lovely time. Oh, that's nice. very good. And now I have like a big bunch of questions for you guys. Ooh. Well, when's the last time you read the first one? That was two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a five year gap. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. around when I last read it. Yeah. But I haven't read five, six, seven since they came out. Whoa. Yeah. Me either. Whoa. Whoa. It's been a long time. That's like I got to return. That's a long time. I feel like seven. Did I did not give it the right time it deserved because I was so excited mm. and it was like the last one and I like you just like plow through it because you want to get to all the juicy yeah. bits and then I was like oh my god I did it and I closed it and I loved it and then movies were coming out and it was just like mm. this other thing and hmm. I just never really revisited so super yeah. excited to get into them again. That's Good. awesome. Good for you. Why so the last time be- everyone else read them? Um. I've reread the series maybe like a year and a half ago. I've probably read, within a couple of months. Yeah, I've read one, two, three, four quite a lot. I've read three so much I've had to replace the book twice. <laughs> I will always skip five. It just makes me so upset. <laughs> it's a good book. It you just have makes to... me really upset, and I don't get emotionally ready for it. And then I, I have to revisit six, seven. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I actually I think I've read them once since they came out, mm. like maybe in university. But I read them. Or I listened to them once a year for quite a while. And yeah. I actually stopped doing that just when we started this podcast. Mm. I think the last time I read them was like the winter that we were starting this podcast, like fully. Mm. Uh, recently, I did the <laughs> Craig horrifying Jamie Miller recommended thing of Ugh. putting all of the audiobooks um, oh on shuffle. <laughs> and uh, so I started doing that. It's, it is insane. It's kind of insane. Actually, like, it's I feel like... It's good for trivia, though. Yeah. It is It is very good, but, like, Trending. I feel like I need to read them in sequence again before I can do that because, like, I was listening to, like, a super emotional chapter in the seventh book, and then it switched to, like, everything silly in the second book. And I was like, <laughs> uh... And it was, like, Gilderoy Lockhart, and I was like, Mad-Eye Moody just died! And I was like, I'm not okay with this, so... Oh, that is really true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was, like, it wasn't jarring in that, like, it skipped around the story, because it was, like, kind of fun to be like, oh, where am I now? But it was just the weird emotional thing of, like, I just went through a trauma and you guys are making jokes. And so I don't know if I'm going to continue with that for now. It's too soon. How many times do you think you've read the seventh book? Because I assume you've read the rest of them more. I would say probably seven to ten times. Holy dick. It's really hard to tell. Excuse my language. (laughs) Please. Easily that. Did you say dickers or dickens? I just want to know if it was Tom or Tess who said that. (laughs) Dickens? Oh my god, they're both here, you guys. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you have like a movie that you watched till the VHS tape burned away? VHS I'm assuming. Honestly, no. no. I I probably only watched I... them like 
two to three times. Really? Wow. Yeah. wow. I, I know that I watch the first one every day after school for like two or three months. <laughs> um, I don't know. So like with movies, I bounce around a little bit more. When I read the books, I read them only in sequential order. Like if I read it, I read the whole series. I don't like just, mm-hmm. just read five or just read, you know, three or one or whatever. Um, but I do that with movies because they're very, they're very long. I mean, the books are longer. Sometimes you're just in the mood for one of them. Yeah. While you're cooking or cleaning or something, I throw them on. I think I've definitely Hmm. watched the fourth one the least, and I probably watched that about four or five times. Why is that? We don't have time for that question, Kate. (laughs) No no reason. No reason at all. It's perfectly fine. (laughs) You'll find out later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when Hogwarts starts again in September, uh, we're going to go through and do... Um, movie reviews. So we'll do each of the movies. And I don't know if we're doing the books too or, or whatever, but we'll figure that out. And we'll record the commentary for Patreon, finally. Yes. We do things we say we're going to do. Yay! Eventually. It just takes us two years. But we get around to it. It's like Tom reading a book. Yeah. yeah. It's just five years for seven books, guys. Guys. <laughs> Why so judgmental? I don't know. <laughs> so should we go through any of your, your cues now? Or oh, my list of questions? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense yeah. to do it now? Why not? There's a lot. Okay, well, they're not pick a few of your okay. most pressing questions. Okay, they're know. not like pressing, but I feel like they could be answered. Mm-hmm. Okay, so upon revisiting the Harry Potter world, I realize that I have a lot more questions, and I think that they come from being more of a grown-up when <laughs> you read them versus being a kid. So they might be like, oh my god, stop. But I, <laughs> I have some like pretty important questions, and they might be like more in like... I wouldn't send my kid to this school than like, wow, it sounds magical, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. um, I'll start from the start. So they, Good. T- like I have, no, there's like a humongous list. Oh my, oh my God, God that's paragraph. Did she come back when we do the book number one review? Yeah. <laughs> but it's less a review of the book and more like a question of the world. So if we don't want okay. to put these on here, I'm happy to just like have a well, beer later. Well, give us a taste of one. Yeah. Just like the letter that Harry gets the big letter of you've been accepted into Hogwarts. The letter that Harry gets is very vague, as if he's expected to be an educated wizard from a wizarding family, i.e. send an owl with your response, or one of the things on his list is like dragon hide gloves. And then it goes into like all these other, like you need a wand and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, What kind of letters and why didn't Harry get a muggle-born specific letter? So like, what did Hermione get? Because she could not have gotten this letter because it's so confusing. Is there a pre- you're a wizard Harry letter that comes that someone explains something to them because this letter cannot be this blanket letter. It makes sense that the Weasleys yeah. get it. Yeah. I also have like 10 more questions based off specifically this letter. That's a really good I think, question. I think there was a lack of knowledge from Dumbledore's part of how little Harry knew, which was nothing. Mm. Whereas yeah, with Hermione... Someone would have to go explain things. Like they did with Tom Riddle. But so, so a person. Like yeah, a teacher I think so. goes and uh-huh. says, but, hey, you're a wizard, Harry. But right. because Petunia had a sister that was a witch, they would assume that when the letter came, if she hadn't already, she would be like, oh, you're magical. Okay. And remember when Hagrid showed up at the hut, he was surprised to yeah. find out he didn't know. So, And he's very close to Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. So they were all very much out of knowledge that um, the Dursleys were keeping the magic from him. Because yeah. Hagrid was so shocked and he's so close with, well, mm. everyone at Hogwarts, all the teachers, that I guess they sent him the letter thinking like, oh yeah, he totally knows everything that's happened mm. and that he was dropped off but on the doorstep. so, I think like it's one thing to say, because you know how her, uh, Dumbledore leaves him with that letter? Yeah. And it's like, oh, mm, yeah, or was it, Harry? But like, <laughs> it's, it's different to say like, 
okay, go get all these things for your, like, go get a wand and dragon hide gloves and et cetera. Or like, like yeah. how are you supposed to know what diagonally is? Even Directions if like, would be nice. Even if his parents mm-hmm. were, like, super, uh, step-parents or whatever, right, were, like, his guardians were really good and supportive. The Dursleys were, like, we really love that you're going to do this thing when you're 11. Like, we're excited. Mm-hmm. But there's no any sort of support. It just seems like a really strange... True. Yeah. Maybe because Dumbledore sent Hagrid to go, because Hagrid did come to get him to take him diagonally. But at, like, the very last yeah, thing. They late. did, like, a yeah. lot of... So he was, like, in a cow field getting letters yeah. before that. Yeah. Okay, so um, when Ron is going off to school and Ginny stays back, mm. you can't help but think, like, Ginny, what are you doing? What are you up to? Like, what is she going to do September 1st? Maybe because it's, like, a massive school... Mm-hmm. I mean, a massive family that she's going back to be homeschooled, but like, we can't yeah. assume that well, every everyone's being homeschooled. What grade is that? Grade five. Five. I, I think they were definitely homeschooled because they came no, no, to Hogwarts no, okay, being well, able to yeah, read, write, So you math. think every single wizard kid is homeschooled? Or maybe there's a, a wizard would explain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we have we talked about, about this yeah. before because it's always just been like, what on earth? They huh. sort of like show up with some knowledge, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. not really any knowledge of muggles or muggle customs. Like, yeah, like, especially the Weasleys. Yeah, like Ron's like prodding Dean's like football poster and be like, why doesn't it move? And it's like, Ron, have you not been outside your own fucking house? I don't, Do you not know yeah, that there are some things that don't, like some muggle pictures don't move? Yeah. So it's really odd. The only explanation that we can come up with is that they're homeschooled. Or there's maybe a daycare that Molly would take her to. course or something that, like, you get that it's, like, here are your lessons. Because, like, not all parents, like, Molly obviously doesn't work, but not all parents are double parent households or can take, you know, only one person who goes to work and the other one stays home and raises their kids. You know, maybe she was so mad because she knew that she'd have to do all the chores now because Ron was going away. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. Feeding the chickens. And the place would also be cleaner no without all those boys. Honestly, like, I feel... I mean, I understand Ginny wanted to go to Hogwarts because Hogwarts was, like, cool. But, like, also, wouldn't she have just been, like, the house to myself and just, like, yeah. running around the bar. And your parents finally noticing like you? Probably yeah. Bored, though. But as, as a youngest sibling, I no, think that would get boring after really? like yeah. three days you'd be like oh so nice not to have anyone bothering me and then like third day she'd be like i'm lonely i can't bother Friends anyone at a school she goes to like yeah. she's like i can't wait That's to see little sally like where's sally what's Ginny's life what happened to <laughs> sally? sally i think maybe this is not my own idea i feel like i got this again from like just being dropped out of the ether from a uh, older conversation that we had but what if like her and luna were like schooling buddies because we know that the love goods live really close to the borough yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So, I really like that. I and like then that, that sort of explains mm-hmm. why they're like such good friends. Because mm-hmm. they like hung out and maybe they learned to read together. I don't no, know. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cute. I mean, her dad is an editor of a paper. Maybe. I mean, it's And she goes good, on to be an editor or something like that. Yeah. A writer for Probably. the Daily Prophet. I, I like that. Okay, oh, I have another question. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, right, there, we'll there's a lot, one. but like just cut me off because yeah. I have like been gone for a long time. Okay, here's my biggest one. Okay. Not my biggest at all. <laughs> I have a lot. But Pulse. if I... Okay, so say I'm a Scottish kid. Do right. you think yeah. there's like a Scottish Diagon Alley? Or do I have to fuck around? Like I have to travel all the way oh, south and go to Hogsmeade? Yeah. 
Okay, we'll say that I'm in like Manchester. Do I have or to go Ireland. to London yeah. and get all my stuff at Diagon Alley and then go all or the Dublin way? or you, Wales you could take or a, yeah. a port key or a apparate with your bit. parents or a can I apparate with my Muggle parents? I'm really seeing no. it from Muggle perspective. Okay. I think like uh, shopping towns in every small town or city. Like, no, because you'd have no. to come to London anyway to get so. the Hogwarts. The thing is, Ollivander's is only in Diagon Alley. What is there was a different one in Hogsmeade. You have to go to get. No. no. There's only one wand maker in Britain, really, that everyone goes to. And that's yeah. all is that Anders. fact? So who's who's the other guy? It? I think so. I don't think so. What about what? Grigorovich? He wasn't in, like, located in the UK. Continental uh, Europe. Yeah. Well, he's still pretty close. I mean, for but us. But yeah, I think Canada's because you're large. going on the Hogwarts Express, you didn't see Scottish kids mm-hmm. already on the platform at Hogsmeade or something. So. Yeah. This is Everyone that, had to yeah. either come back to London, Everyone which is a little ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Get there by weird. Hogwarts Express. Maybe it's the only way you can see it. Here's my big one. Okay. Because this one this is, is like last one. every yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Here's my big one. No, this is this one's bigger because there's so much story that happens from it. Okay, we have flu power. Do we introduce it in the second one? Right. We go to we go to Diagon Alley with it. That makes sense. Why is it that I can't get to, to platform nine and three quarters using flu powder? Why do I, as a wizarding family, have to go drive my Fort Anglia, which I assume now that wizards have to have a driver's license, drive my Fort Anglia all the way to London. Well, they could get a cab. Go get a trolley. And then I have to go through and pretend that, like, nothing's going on. Everyone, like, don't act suspicious or people will see. Then run through the barrier. But you've been in that train station, right? Where's the fireplace? How many fireplaces are there? Could build one. But you could have one in (laughs) nine and three quarters. You don't have to have one in King's Cross. I think it's kind of a legacy thing. I think, yeah, it's probably just like a weird legacy thing. But like, I I agree. It doesn't really make sense. They have to build a lot. Like, think of the Ministry of Magic. They have a whole hallway of fireplaces because so many people are coming. So on the day, if all of the UK is going to London to catch the train, you'd have to have a lot of fireplaces. They couldn't all come through one or two. Maybe they flew to the Ministry. Ministry of Magic has like two hallways, I think, one or two hallways of fireplaces so that people can come in that way and not have to flush themselves yeah, in the toilets. Yeah, it's like both sides of the hallway. But it's so, so but why isn't there something anyway. set up like that? I don't know. Mm. It doesn't really make sense. If there's an entire magical King's Cross that I could get through by yeah. going through this wall, mm-hmm. why wouldn't there be a hallway in this magical King's Cross where I have flu powder too? Like, I, the idea that the, the Weasleys are nearly late and nearly miss their kids going off to school because they can't just do the thing they normally... Why can't they apparate there? Get half the kids to apparate there? Well, they there? apparate... They leave by apparating. Yeah. In the fourth the book, Bill kids. and Molly apparate off the platform mm-hmm. when Harry's looking back. He, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. blinks for a second and they're already gone. Interesting. Um, yeah. Flu powder's dangerous, right? Like, it's it's Well, apparating hard. is dangerous. Yeah. Well, I think side-along apparation is diagonally ten minutes earlier. The whole family yeah. does. That's how he ends up in yeah. Boris and Blots yeah. or whatever it's Loris called. Loris and Blots. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, though, like, did the Malfoys show up and run through the wall? Or do they, like, do richer people have... They to saunter. use something different. Yeah. Like, there's no way, like, the Malfoys in their robes, not even putting on muggle clothes, were walking through King's Cross Station, pushing their own trolleys. Yeah, it like, doesn't come, seem Or right. the Zabinis. Like, and yeah, also, you're talking right. about, like, there being, like, too many people coming through fireplaces. You're not yeah. saying there's not too many people running through one right? post? Yeah, it's exactly. Still, like, it's exactly. still it's a really weird bottleneck. Like, so I wonder there if there should be a line. Something else or, yeah. or, like, staggered entry. Like, I think the, that's why they're pissed yeah. at Hogwarts so much, though. Like, uh, how yeah. Draco's like, we were going to go to Durmstrang, blah, blah, blah. Right. Because we don't have to deal with this muggle crap. But I don't speak German. Bulgarian. All right. 
that's that's great. I have many more, but I'll talk to them. Right. Good I'll questions. Take questions off They're line. good questions. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just wonder. Oh, and then the last one, I'm just gonna leave Come with on. everyone here. No, it's just a, I'm not. We don't have to talk about it. Uh, oh, and then I have ask like, a question, but not talk about it. Yeah, oh, yeah this, this right. is just for this people to think one. about. We'll leave uh, this with you guys. What's the, the big list? one. Yeah, what's the big one? <laughs> Why isn't someone monitoring young Harry's careless spending habits? <laughs> just think, think about that. Who lets this 11 year old into a vault with gold? No one says it's you only have yours. this much every year. And then a candy store. Right, and he's like, oh, I can't wait to fill my bags up you're just like Chase you need to you don't know where he buys everything off the trolley from. yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's monitoring candy's that? cheap anyway. it's true like he does end up being very responsible with his money for the most yeah, part yeah cause he but was like, looking at like a gold cauldron yeah but like no one is like I mean Hagrid is a little yeah. bit like alright you don't need that it says pewter on your list like let's not fuck around but like <laughs> he doesn't go with them every other time mm-hmm. I guess he's with the Weasleys Except for the third book. Anyway, but... He's just not had a lot of money before, so he is, like, frugal. That could go one or two ways. It could go... It's a a gamble. the good way. In my head, every time I read it, when he goes into the vault for the first time, he's, like, the Potters were rich. Yeah. Like, Malfoy rich. Like, they didn't live as luxurious of a life. Like, they were a bit more... But in my head, when I was reading it, like, he's got kind of an endless yeah. supply for a long time he's an heir to a fortune yeah so, yeah. yeah so I, I don't think it's like oh he's just like well often because he's they haven't been spending it for years there's a lot but i, I think there was like well they haven't been able to amounts take. like you almost don't have to worry about it like wizard life insurance yeah. there's a bottom to everything though but there yeah. is but i mean not for like a cauldron and candy and no jokes no but what i'm saying it's not it's not so much like how much money do you have but no one's being like cool harry's at school for seven years we'll split it up into eight yeah. chunks yeah. especially because he's 11 years old that's like, true. just like take whatever you want yeah. like, and he's just there he just fills up his pockets and he's like <laughs> i want to buy all the candies <laughs> yeah like even like trust Maybe. fun kids have to wait until they're like 18 yeah. or something to like get, get their money out. right yeah. Maybe Dumbledore told Hagrid to like step in, make sure he's not on crazy. Yeah, maybe. Or Dumbledore watches the account. Yeah, he's got his little he's visor. Got a that keyboard? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ching. You that have exactly. Me. I like that. Right. Be an auto typewriter. Yeah. Very good. All right. Shall, Shall we, we move on? Yeah. All right. So now it is time for a meet your messers question. Uh, this is a suggestion from our Slytherin prefect Jasmine. And if you're like a new listener. Or whatever, and you're like, how come so many people are prefix? It's because we, at the end of our house cap last year, we uh, chose the people who were giving us the most suggestions, and they were either prefix of their house, and we also have a head boy and girl. Just so I thought of that the other day. I'm like, we never really explained that very much. <laughs> but anyway, so. Uh, Needs yeah. no explanation. Hi, <laughs> Slytherin prefect Jasmine uh, sent us a suggestion, and we are going to choose which genre of music um, our house would be, or represent, or what genre would your house be? Hmm. I guess I'm, I'll play for Slytherin on this one. Mine's torn up between two. And I think that's because, so I'm Ravenclaw, and I think that, um, again, I'm reading the first one, and uh, everyone's getting sorted, so you hear, like, what the sorting hat, like, has to say about the houses. And I think in my mind, I thought that there's, like, that whole studious aspect to a Ravenclaw that I think is very, like, obvious. Mm. Um, And, like, this, like, attention to detail kind of thing, but it also mentions wit. And Mm. so I think that's something that, like, I didn't really think of, but I was like, oh, that, like, resonates even more with me because I feel like that's, like, more of a part of my character than, like, being incredibly studious. Right. Even though I do like the attention to detail and I like learning a lot. So I feel like it would be, like, these two sides to it. I think that Ravenclaw would probably be a lot more fun than we think that it is. Like, Mm. it might be one of the more fun houses. Sometimes wit can be a little, like, cutting. Mm. 
Um, so I don't necessarily think that it would be like warm and fuzzy fun, but I think it'd be like kind of like, you know, when you hang out with someone who's like a stand up comedian, you're like, oh, I don't yeah. know if they like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like that might be the house, but it still might be like a lot, like a very funny house. Um, so it could be like some sort of weird combination of like classical music that oh. is like a very studious kind of music to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, mixed with like, like Flight of the Concords, like funny <laughs> songs where like all the lyrics are replaced with something that like make you laugh um so i think that like that might be it but i could see how people would be like that's really wrong but anyway <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no, funny because like five concords is like an intelligent type of humor yeah. as well like it's yeah like it's a really brilliant writing so this is true do you concur laura i was gonna say metal <laughs> 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 that's very funny yeah just because, like, I was thinking <laughs> jazz is kind of the obvious one, because they always say that's, like, the intellectual's music, but um, they always suggest to metalheads in high school to join jazz band, because you'll get similar things out of it that your uh, loud, loud music give to you. <laughs> that's oh, really interesting. That's I've never cool. heard that, like, and I never would have thought of that. Yeah, antisocial kids and whatnot. Hmm. Uh, apparently, they enjoyed the metal. So if you need to let loose and you're in Ravenclaw... The only thing that metal is not is improvisational, yeah. whereas jazz is, mm-hmm. and that's, I feel like... Yeah, I think it's I a different see. type of jazz that it's similar find, to. There's like right. a million different genres of it, though, so well, yeah. that probably is. Not yeah. to say, like, metal Sorry. doesn't take, like, a lot of intelligence. You have to be yeah. really brainy to make up stuff like that. Brainy. Well, and Ravenclaws are so studious that they'd need that release of, like, either anger or stress, and mm. metal is very good for getting out those feelings yes i like that otherwise known as emotions otherwise (laughs) that's fun what would gryffindor be i don't know i'm stuck what would slytherin be (laughs) or hufflepuff uh like an easy listening kind of like alternative music like matt good or jimmy eat world or something like that Mm. but i also thought of uh I just put my music on shuffle and it's a whole bunch <laughs> of genres right. and it's just continually hitting next until I find the right song, which I never <laughs> I do. So I thought there was supposed to be like a people pleasing crowd. That is like the most torture it, thing. But it's only to me. I'm not being tortured oh, and I'm in control. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I it's get cathartic. That. I love like, that. I'm just seeing how long it takes for me to find the song I want. <laughs> Like a Hufflepuff with a power no. trip. Yes. Like, <laughs> shuffle. I get that. If I'm anything, skipper. it's that. Do you become a Shufflepuff? <laughs> yes! Like we got that. That was really That's good. That's really good. That's very good. Yeah. All right. What would Slytherin much. be? Um. So I think Beyonce would be a good one because she's the best and she's got a lot of ambition. I mean, she is just a Slytherin herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like rap maybe, because in a lot of popular rap songs, they're often being like, oh, this is how rich I am. I smash so many ladies in <laughs> the bed. <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> I smash ladies in the bed. Because <laughs> like that's in every rap song. <laughs> I don't know. That's in there. Um, so yeah, maybe I think rap is a solid one. I mean, before I was also thinking of like emo music, but I feel like that's a mean thing to attribute to Slytherin, so I won't. I think that's everyone, everyone teenager age yeah. can appreciate yeah. some good emo. I mean, if you read so. any of any of like Harry's dialogue to himself, yeah. it's the most emo thing you ever read. You're like, oh, stop. Yeah, like, it's a My Chemical Romance song waiting to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, 
Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. Draco Malfoy oh, definitely man. had an Eminem phase, and it's oh, not yeah. just the hair. <laughs> yeah. Like him, oh, Kevin yeah. Goyle were like, oh, my parents don't want me to listen to this. Let's listen to it. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, can oh. you see Lucius Malfoy being like, turn that muggle nonsense yeah. <laughs> So Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. I think Gryffindor would have... Um, I was stuck between a few, but I think it would have like rock music, everything from Stones all the way to Red Hot Chili Peppers, Foo Fighters, and that kind of stuff. All the rock in between. But then I was also thinking ska music, mm, like yes, good yes, yes. kick up your Converse shoes, dancing in the common room, ska music, trumpets, live yeah. bands would appear. It'd be fun. <laughs> I don't know if it was just the '90s bands that you were listing, but like I could see some gin blossoms in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be really good. It Queen works. would be blaring constantly. Yep. We are the champion yeah. whenever they win the yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's like the Gryffindor anthem. Yeah. Everything about standing yeah. up. We gotta fight. All <laughs> right. To Gryffindor. There you go. <laughs> A lot of rock music is very much like, yeah, follow your dreams yeah. and your heart will lead you the way. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> you are powerful. <laughs> like, I feel like that should be on like the elementary school wall or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homeschool wall. Yeah. And Tess said earlier, like good classics like Spice Girls. Like, yeah. Empowerment music. Empowerment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uplifting empowerment. Follow your seven. dreams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some throwbacks. Yeah. Giffins of the world. <laughs> every head boy and every head boy. <laughs> Good. Might have to sort the Spice Girls Some someday. Some farm to the left. Oh, yeah. We'll save that for another time. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks, Jasmine, for the suggestion. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. All right. Today's topic... <laughs> is a suggestion from Yonit, who is a Gryffindor, so points boop, 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 to boop, Gryffindor. Well done. Uh, I'll we read what fight. she says, Four and you points. can decipher what our topic is going to be from that. Percy Weasley grew up in a family of nine, and similar to Ron, had two very successful older brothers to live up to. He also has a ton of ambition, and he was so happy to live up to the challenge. And although that trait also makes it hard for him to give his father's lack of ambition, I'm guessing that meant to be forgive mm. uh and so he graduates and gets a respectable job and messes up pretty bad but then he gets a second chance when he is promoted and his parents basically tell him he doesn't actually deserve that promotion it's only because of his family and due to his gryffindor pridefulness that's hard for him to hear especially since he's all of 18 at the time and that's like prime time to be self-absorbed agreed <laughs> and such and if you look carefully at his character in books one to four, sure, he's a bit of a know-it-all and quite annoying most of the time, but he loves his family. For example, in the third task, he's freaking out when Ron comes up out of the lake. He was super worried about him. All his fancy decorum falls away when he finally sees his brother is safe. And although his letter to Ron is the worst, from his POV, he's just protecting him. Yes, he's a total idiot in the last few books, but he comes around and he fights the final battle and you can see that he loves his family. And I think that he was so young when this estrangement happened and so often people fall away from their families whilst growing up. And honestly, it's usually hard to come back and swallow your pride. I've seen people who get in stupid fights with their families at 18 and then 11 years later still hold a grudge, even though they might not agree with their 18-year-old self anymore. At least Percy came back and admitted to his faults. It's also a really good example 
of It's Never Too Late When It Comes to Family, which I personally think is a great lesson. Well, not much else to say. Uh, topic over. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Great. Ready fuck kill? Yeah. <laughs> right to the end. Oh, wow. The end of segments. Jettison the whole fucking thing. Um, perfect. Yeah. Well, if you haven't uh, figured it out, our topic is about Percy Teen Weasley. Angst. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. No. Bit about Percy Weasley. Letters. A character possibly a little underrated, maybe, gets mm. a bad rap. Even by us. He's very like, complicated. Yeah, he's he's the not a lot of our jokes. easy yes. to love character, for sure. Yeah. I feel like he's a little bit of a flip side of Hermione in a way. Huh, like, that's interesting. Hermione gets humanized by the fact that she's got, like, Ron and Harry oh, she's nice. there all the time. She's but, also, like, she gets more screen time. Yeah. You know, if you spend enough time with someone, you get to know them a bit more. Yeah, yeah. if Percy had two best friends, I feel like mm. it would be kind of similar, mm. you know? <laughs> but do you think there was ever a chance that Hermione could go kind of the similar route that Percy did? Well, I think mm-hmm. early book one, Hermione is very much probably what Percy showed up at Hogwarts as. As, just yeah. like being very much like these are the rules and I want to follow them like I want to get straight A's like super ambitious so he so, was lacking the friends basically he was lacking the friends and I think um, also it just a di- very different situation like than Hermione like mm-hmm. Hermione was muggle-born like she also like doesn't have these older brothers as far as we know she's an only child well no she is an only yeah. child yeah. Um, so but she still she has a lot to that. prove in the same way, though, because she she's does. coming from being muggle-born, and she understands that she's at a disadvantage because of that. It's true. And then yeah, Percy's just like, well, I've got these two, so fuck. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a lot for Hermione to... Change. S- to change. Yeah. To stop no. being this rule-following, like, sitting back on her laurels of being like oh this and this and that it does not take much in the first book for her to be like mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah the fear mm-hmm. of death really uh set her unstraight <laughs> well i mean just like, on the crooked path <laughs> twirling <laughs> i think even her ruley part like when really ruley part when we first meet her and she's really like smart and follows the rules and read all her textbooks over the summer um, she still had a level of compassion that Percy didn't have. Like, we meet I, her, mm-hmm. we yeah. meet her helping Neville. Neville. Like, Neville was the obvious nerd. He was the one that's gonna get bullied. He was Dude, the one. He'd lost a toad. He'd lost a toad, yeah. right? And First it was fucking like, day. <laughs> and so she was helping him. She was, and she's brave. She was like, I don't know who you are, but have you seen a toad? Like, going to every compartment, yeah. no matter their mm-hmm. years. That's and Percy would have been like, brave. that sucks. You better find the toad because blah, 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 blah. You don't blah. think like, he would have been helping? I think no. he would have taken charge, but more in a like, Order is good. We need order. Or, and then someone someone the will notice me doing this yeah. and be like, good job, Percy. Yeah. You're a good boy. Yeah. 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 Where he she was doing it praise. like, poor Neville, I will help you. You're yeah. alone and you need your toad. Yeah, I'm not sure how much I that versus bit. like, I know that if I find the toad with this boy, then I'm going to be right about finding your toad. I'm going to yeah. be right mm-hmm. about being able to tell you, now you need to keep an eye on your toad. And that, da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. like she wants to be able to gently rub his nose in it, tell him that she's the hero of the day. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. She needs that gold star. I think so. She does. It's like Percy, I think. I, I don't think that's only her motivation, but I think it comes into it. She mm-hmm. loves She's a 11-year-old praise. girl. And yeah. she's very brainy. She's very smart. That's mm-hmm. how she gets it. And I think in that way, her and Percy are very similar. But yeah, I think she's They're very more compassionate. I think she Rules just has are there compassion and kindness to her than Percy. For sure. Yeah, Definitely. she's got way more empathy. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. Percy kind of has to learn it, which is a, like a lot of people in this world have to learn their EI, right? He's got high IQ, but not... Yeah. E, not EI. EQ. EQ. EQ, thank you. Yeah, that's employment insurance. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
That's you know, she needs to learn that pogey. <laughs> he was employed right out of school. Percy's pogey. Percy's pogey. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. But like, I mean, Percy is just so defensive all the time. Mm-hmm. And I might don't think Hermione She's got, like, a, a tiny bit of that, and I feel like that's why she's like, I must succeed through excellence, and yeah. that will give me, like, I don't know, that will give me some protection, because, like, I'll be too good to be, like, gotten rid of, or, like, made yeah. fun of, or whatever, yeah. but, like, Percy, growing up in a house full of boys, Fred and George, who are younger than him, and give him the worst time, mm-hmm. probably and Bill get and more Charlie attention. are all yeah. the same, and Whether it's good attention. or bad, absolutely, you're yeah. kind of the middle child at that point. Well, yeah. he is at that point. Yeah. <laughs> And then, Even when he's not, he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then it's a good comparison to Ron later, who sees all these boys yeah. later doing better than he thinks he can do. And then Ginny comes along and does a little bit better. And then that's how he freaks out on mm-hmm. her. Yeah, it's like a really weird dynamic that he has to deal with. And I think that that definitely set him up as someone who's like way more prickly because mm-hmm. even if you are like going back to the comparison with Hermione like even if you become like he's clearly like I don't know whether he's top of his year or if he just becomes uh, like a prefix because he's close to top of his year but like mm-hmm. Hermione becomes top of her year and proves herself by being a muggle born and by being able to do these things and then getting praise heaped upon her where he even if he had all the same accolades as her mm-hmm. He has these ghosts to follow, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. you became head boy. You did the best thing possible. Yeah, but your brother already did it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. There's always just a, like an edge to him. It's like, also, yeah. it's just like sort of expected because they're like, oh, you're you're good. We don't need to worry about you. But then, like, that really sucks. Mm-hmm. Also, for him when he wants attention mm-hmm. from his parents, yeah. it's like, please just acknowledge that I'm good. I'm ever so good. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> <laughs> Is that gum? Is that gum? Is that gum? <laughs> I think that we're coming off the bat as being, like, really, maybe not sympathetic, but, yeah, sympathetic to him and stuff. But he does do a lot of bad shit. But, like, it's important also to just set up his experiences and why those are different than mm-hmm. Hermione, who is a similar character, mm-hmm. but goes a completely different path. Mm-hmm. If think, you were to sort him again, what house would you sort him I think him he's in? 100% a Slytherin. Yeah. I think that he chose Gryffindor because he wanted to be in there because of his family. I feel like there is enough. Like, I feel like he is a Slytherin, but he sort of becomes more Gryffindor at the end. Um, like, certainly coming back, like, as Unite said, coming back to your family and saying, hey, you know what? I was wrong mm-hmm. is a super brave and very difficult thing to say. Mm-hmm. And and to be able to do that, I think. And also, he came back and he fought. So, like, it wasn't just like, hey, man, I'm sorry. It's like, I will fight alongside you, which mm-hmm. is super Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, personally, I know that my personality changed quite a lot between the ages of 11 and 18. I think if I was sorted at 11, I would have been Slytherin. Well, I feel like he, he grew would have into been. his house. I think he grew into it. Sort of like Neville. Yeah. Where like, it's mm, like Gryffindor is what he needed. Yeah. The, ha- the hat saw maybe, not necessarily exact details, but down the line, he would have this brave moment. I don't you see, know? this is, I think. We've talked about this yeah, a lot. Yeah, I don't think the hat is prescient, but I, you know, it's an interesting point of view and we don't know. We don't I know. Think, um, narratively, it's really interesting to have a character that was set up as good, not necessarily go bad, but not follow along with everyone yeah. else. Very true. You know, because we, we see like Draco not necessarily becoming good, but not yeah. living up to what we think he's going to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Percy. He doesn't go full Death Eater. Yeah. He and Percy's just, you know, trying to do the best he can mm-hmm. for himself. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, that butts heads with his family and... 
it doesn't really help Harry in the Well, it's almost worse than Draco. Because it's someone It's a who, betrayal. Yeah, he, he had some level of trust in, mm-hmm. even if it was just cursory because he was a Weasley. And then to have it disappear, at least with Draco, he always knew Draco was a dick. <laughs> yeah. And he started out that way. Mm-hmm. The surprise was that he wasn't completely evil. But like, yeah, I mean, with Percy, I think we were saying this with... Um, Fudge? Fudge. Yeah, because it's yeah. a person in power as well, which is an issue. And it's someone like... Yeah, like when Harry first gets the, or first reads a letter in the fifth book that Percy sends Ron about like, hey, maybe you should like stop hanging out with that delinquent Harry Potter, because he's like real bad for you. Um, Like Harry's like, I like spent summers with this dude. Like we are friends, like we hung out. And I think, yeah, you're totally right. It's super important to, to show that that shit happens on every side. And being Gryffindor doesn't mean that, like we see that in Peter Pettigrew, it doesn't mean that you are a good person or making good choices all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And I'm not saying Percy's a bad person, but he certainly goes off on a crazy path. He certainly path. disappointed us. Su- <laughs> super disappointed in you. I can't talk. Mm. <laughs> well, I, think I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was very disappointing, Katie. Super disappointed in my ability to talk. This is a podcast. What was the phrase from last episode that you could... Harsh truths. There we yeah. go. Cheers to that. Well, I think because, like, in the book, we have, like, what bad is, is a Death Eater. Mm -hmm. Like, it's literally the purest of evil. So, we kind of forget that there can be bad people. There can be shitty people. doesn't mean they're Death Eaters. Mm -hmm. They're still, like, uh, murder's wrong, and I don't want Voldemort back. But they're still shitty people that have bad values and morals. And they can be in Gryffindor. They can be in every house. Like, it's just... Just a little... They're just, like, kind of like, you're, you're just a normally kind of poopy person yeah but they're still like yeah death eaters are bad i don't choose murder i just make fun of people and i'm a jerk or whatever it is well what do you think would have happened if percy had turned out to be right like if the whole story was different and percy is just going along with his job and he's just like he would be so indignant yeah do you think he'd take his parents back the same way they took him back i feel like he'd make them go through the ringer i don't know i think it's very much easier to forgive somebody then ask to like ask for forgiveness like if it's if it turns out if they're coming to you and saying hey you know what i was really wrong about this you'd be like yes i know and be like all like Mm -hmm. i don't know for the ring to kiss yeah Yeah. like i feel like you'd be like that but i feel like that would be easier for him to do than admit that he's wrong because Mm -hmm. he's also quite smart and smart people have a harder time admitting that they're wrong because they're like but i'm smart how could i have made a bad decision it's like Mm -hmm. yeah his his character needed that not like Percy in general, but Percy's character needed that having to go and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong to be able to be who he was going to be. Being forgiven by the reader, too. That's like... Yeah, he hurt us, too. He hurt us. He He was aware. Do you forgive him? Yeah. (laughs) He looked at us. Percy? Yeah. 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 I think he redeemed himself. He's a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, I guess, what you have to think about when you guys yeah. say, like, from 11 And he 18, got a job like, straight out of school all on his own. Well, this is the mm-hmm. thing, like, what Kate was saying about, like, good people and bad people, like, Sirius has that whole speech about uh, Barty Crouch Sr., who was Percy's boss. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. he's also a very good example of someone who's, like, he's, like, loves the rules and he's, like, seem like he's not a Death Eater at all, fought them super hard, but he also makes a lot of fucking questionable decisions and mm-hmm. not really mm-hmm. sure where his morality lies. So that's his boss right at a gate, and Percy looks up to him so much. And then 
he ends up failing him, he dies, and then all of a sudden he's under Fudge, who's just also just crazy. Well, yeah, he's getting, like, this amazing promotion that he didn't see coming this quickly, probably. Yeah. And then his parents are being like, no, they're doing that so you can spy on us. Yeah. Like, hearing that as a child. Imagine you were in your first job at a school and your parents come up to you and say, don't take that job, they're just using you. To get at us. Yeah. Like, I wish I had that how? sort of support. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't feel like support. It would feel horrible. Yeah. You'd feel like, oh, I haven't earned this, so I'm not smart. Oh, it's all about you. But, it like, how bad. absurd would it be for your parents to do that? Like, no matter what your job was, like, it would be out of the fucking blue, and that's how he would feel, too. It would be very devastating for someone like Percy. I mean, it'd be devastating for anyone, anyone anyone who's, like, even, like, totally balanced and had, like, great parents and, like, but had a great time and was having a nice everything. And then all of a sudden you get this job that's, like, it's a ministry job. That's a government job straight out of school. Yeah. And all of a sudden someone's telling you you haven't earned it. They're using you to, like, that's why. And you're, like, that's so self-centered. Yeah. I'm going to just keep being at this job and you guys do what you got to do. Like, it would be. This is a weird power trip. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would be really hard, too. And, like, why can't you be proud of me? You're proud of our other sons. It would be, like, it would be very 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 complicated so it makes a lot of sense that he'd be like mm, immediately mm, defensive yeah. yeah no i've earned this i've worked i know how hard i work because he does work very yeah. very yeah. hard on bottomless cauldrons on or bottomless whatever. cauldrons yeah he's always like <laughs> i'm not having fun i'm going to do reports and work on my homework and shit and i mean obviously that's how he got to be head boy and a prefect and everything but yeah that would just just be horrible because it's not like he just floated in on, like, a Malfoy cloud and was like, here's, mm-hmm. uh, give me a job because I'm rich or whatever. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. being told you don't deserve it when it's that, you can, it would probably still be really hard to hear, but, like, I don't know. It just feels, it just I feel feels like really no shitty. one would, like, readily say that to a Malfoy either because they've got enough money to be <laughs> yeah. like, mm-hmm. uh, I crush you. What was that, tomorrow. actually? <laughs> Which department do you work in? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you're related to Death Eaters. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think everyone deserves love in a family, but I just cannot stand Percy and Crouch. Even when he came back, I was like, good, you're back, move on. Like, I don't care. Okay, well, like, I, I'm Percy- happy you're back with your family, and I'm happy you've reconnected, because, again, I believe that everybody deserves that, but, like, I don't like Percy. I just don't, wouldn't like to hang out with him. Yeah. Okay, well, what if Percy's choices had all been done to, like, Fred Weasley? So it's Fred, he grows up, all of a sudden he gets this job, and da 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 da, da, da and he goes through all this, because then it means you liked him in the first place. Per- Percy doesn't have That's anything lovable true. in the beginning. Yeah. We didn't so like you're very like, meh, and then he does something bad, you're like, easy to put you into this category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's very I feel true. like, in a way, Percy's maybe a bit more of a real character, because he's just kind of this, like, everyday, average, like, obviously high achiever, but, mm-hmm. you know, he could really be anyone. You know, whereas like the other characters have gotten so much more face time. Yeah, and they're very so we we are already invested in the rest of them, and then. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they're all so betrayed by Mm -hmm. Percy should tell you a little bit about Percy. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't like there was a civil war within the Weasleys by any means. It was literally just him, so he (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) His mom is also named Molly, so they should really. Oh God! (laughs) Oh my God! Leave DC alone. No. Never. <laughs> that should never be did. a plot point. Fucking <laughs> <In> hell. <laughs> so, like, I really want to fight you right now, but I just want to get into this real quick. What's your mom's name? <laughs> Better not be Martha, or we're going to be friends. <laughs> we're going to be best friends. <laughs> like, franchise you friends. You want to start a league together? <laughs> oh, my God. Get Wonder Woman. 
Um, what were you we saying about <laughs> Percy? Right, Percy's all right. Percy's um, all right. Yeah, it's true. He's not very set up to be a likable character. So, like, what if he was hot yeah. and charming? Oh, Bill, that's more. a very different life, though. Right? Yeah, I'd hate him even more. If he was hot and charming, I'd be like, I fucking hate you. I want bad things to happen. Like that little girl in me is like, oh, oh, that you've pushes had my every buttons. advantage. Yeah, and you're mm. an idiot. Yeah, and you're an asshole, and you're a jerk, and you just okay. What if he was dweeby, looking and charming? Looked like Percy Weasley, but he was like Fred and George, or like a Neville. But how is he charming, but also? Mean like a I don't well he he well, got Fudge Penelope is a little Clearwater, bit charming but I mean, also mean yeah like yeah. Fudge when you first meet him he's sort of like bumbling he's kind of idiotic but he's like very paternal to like how he treats Harry and he's like he seems very good natured but the thing is like you don't really know what someone's like until they're sort of like put up against a wall and then they start reacting defensively mm-hmm. and uh, Fudge turned into a big mean piece there was of shit a quote from this series about choices oh right what who it knows says about us. who knows abilities yeah something something who knows it's not coming to me whatever looking at you katie oh you actually want me to say it a little bit okay so it is our choices that define us rather than our d- abilities so there you go what's it a debility, a debility. <laughs> <Or> disabilities <laughs> no yeah. debilities debilities it's like the yeah. bomb yeah <laughs> debilities <laughs> They're multiplying. I was going to count that out, but now I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to lose my ability to speak throughout this whole podcast. No, it's good. It's yeah. good. I'm never going to talk again. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to, like, relate it. Like, I'm trying to put in the world, like, if one of you... Like, I know we're not siblings and we haven't spent all 30 years together, but still. You're my third, family. One third. One third. Yeah. Um, and if one of you came up to me and was like... I got this amazing, amazing job. It's like full salary and benefits, and it's for the Rob, Rob Ford, Ford campaign. <laughs> mm. I'd be like, "You're making a wrong decision." Yeah, unless yeah. you're I, in it to sabotage. Like, I love you guys so much <laughs> that it'd be like, I understand that's a great job, and it sets you up, and you're gonna have amazing benefits, and you're gonna live really comfortably, and like, if you want to work in government, but like, why? Why? And so, like, I get why they said that to him. I do, right? Yeah. Or like uh, our Rob Ford, I guess you could say Trump or whatever down that path. If people don't know who Rob Ford is, but well, he's also or Doug Ford. Sorry, dead. Doug Ford. Doug yeah. Ford. Doug brother Ford. of the one you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. y'all know Ford. about him. Yeah, if one of you told me like I got this amazing job right now in the at City Hall for Doug Ford, I'd be like, fuck. Well, like, I have friends who are not my political allegiance, and it doesn't make me not friends with them. And I know what you mean. Well, I'd still be friends with you, but I feel like... I feel like I would be an asshole to tell them that they can't do something. If you had a certain idea of someone, though. Like, Mm -hmm. say your friends, Mm -hmm. you thought they were of a similar alignment to yourself, and then... It's it's hard, definitely. I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah, in, like, the the Percy situation, though, it's not just like, oh, I got a job for Doug Ford. It's like, I got a job for Doug Ford. And then they, like, come around to your house, and they're like, what's that? Are you Mm. meeting with your hippie friends? How nice for you. When is the protest gonna be? How many people are gonna be there? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff, where it's, like, Mm -hmm. putting... And and it's even more of a, like, it's a life-or-death situation. Maybe Mm -hmm. it wasn't at that point, but it certainly becomes that. Like, mm-hmm. they're yeah. hiding Harry and, you know, Mad-Eye dies yeah. trying to do that. And they would have been easily killed. They're on, like, Umbridge's crazy murder list or whatever. Yeah. And I think it, like, it comes down to, like, y- like, I agree with you, Tess. I've grown up with people that I'm still friends with or family members that have polar opposite political affiliations or beliefs than I do. And I still love them, but I've always known that about them. 
Whereas if like right, one of you, they've known him to be standing for this one thing, and then he turns and goes the other direction, which is his freedom, mm. it would be more of a shock than yeah. someone like a family member or a, a friend that's like, oh, no, I've kind of always known that you were a whatever. Mm. Like, it makes sense. It sucks, but it makes sense, you know? Mm. But the difference that we'd have to add is the Weasleys already think they're at war. Mm-hmm. All of those scenarios, you'd have to add, like, life and death mm-hmm. on one side. Yeah, like, they're the fighting for... Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no scenario that it matches, really. So, mm-hmm. it's... I don't blame him. Mm -hmm. There's a sense of like, my son's in danger for believing that. Oh, yeah. He could die. So please don't do that. Why do you think they're so mad? Yeah, exactly, right? His parents are. Whereas you're not going to go die if you were for Doug Ford. So Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of pride in that situation because they're like, (laughs) we raised you. You should know better. And like, they're, yeah, there's a lot of feelings getting hurt. Yeah. Well, yeah, they wanted him out of there. Molly still loves him very, very much. Very fiercely. Yeah, even when, you know, they're fighting and she has that scene with a boggart and, like, it turns yeah. into dead yeah. Percy and she's just, like, so... That's her biggest horror. Yeah, and yeah. she's, oh, like, so... Oh, that gave me so- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, She's so heartbroken that something I'm not wearing happened. a bra. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse, Excuse me. me. <laughs> popping up. <laughs> I'm really covering your goosebumps. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Okay, Molly loves him so much, why can't you? I just got really sad and then it came out in emotions. I'm really red right now, I can feel it. I got really sad. Oh, that's very funny. Poor Molly. Sadness Poor Molly. is funny. Yeah. But, you know, like, gosh, these characters are just so complicated. They mm-hmm. are. But yeah, I think it's one of the better characters that she wrote even though he he is a little bit like off mm-hmm. to the side but like just having him there makes it so much more real mm-hmm. and in the middle of the weasley family and then it's just like it's so much less cut and dry that like the weasleys are good yeah mm-hmm. yeah people who work in the ministry are working for fudge who turns into like this weird mm-hmm. monster but like it's just it it makes it so much more human and so much more real to have a yeah. percy yeah. and even though we might not like it the story's better for having him in it. Yeah. Yeah. And like well, Laura said, it's good to see something that's not bad Death Eater. Right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Umbridge. She's not a Death Eater, yeah. but, but she's, she's something else. She's way worse than Percy. But she's she's like a scary else. version of what so, could, like, is realistic. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, not, death Eaters yeah. are like straight up Nazis, where yeah. she's just like a real thing that could still exist now. Percy's a yeah. one, she's a 10, Death Eaters are 11. Yeah. 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 We've made a scale of madness. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you on it? I can't believe I'm on a podcast that just said Umbridge is a 10. Oh. <laughs> Abba. Abba. <laughs> I'm sure there's been a BDSM version of Mary Fuck Kill where someone's had her locked up in their basement. Yeah, Kate yeah. did. <laughs> I did? Yeah. yeah. I put her in a basement? Yeah, you said you'd marry her that. and put her in a basement and keep her like locked up or something. <laughs> I need to go back so and like, horrible. who were my other two options? Because I just got really like, vomit came up oh, thinking no. about marrying Umbridge. Uh, very nice. The interesting thing though, if I was to say who else in the Weasley family that Percy is like, I would say there are elements of Ron. Oh yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, I definitely say they're very similar. Yeah, they're definitely related. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, Percy and Ron both have like, they're like the most like touchy and defensive mm-hmm. of... Yeah you know the Weasleys and maybe it's because 
<laughs> they're the two that are the closest to Fred and George and probably yeah. got it the worst because, of course, they're not going to do it to Bill or Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to fuck with Ginny because, yeah. like, she's too little and a girl. Yeah. It's, so it's like they were their target. It's the 3D model of Bart in yeah, yeah, the yeah, classroom yeah. with the cone. Put it away. Put it away. Do you think that Percy was right in taking over Fred's job later with Weasley Wizard Weezes? I don't know or, if it's right, no, but I think it's nice. It's not wrong. And also Sweet. the books yeah. would be way more balanced. You know, it would be... Like, it's a business, and Fred yeah. and George aren't... They're not dumb, because they're also yeah. very creative, mm-hmm. and they, they're inventors, and they're entrepreneurs, but they may be not very good with balancing Numbers. a check. They need, they need a good old silent partner. Yeah. 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 He'd be happy to, like, remain, like, in the back of the store. Yeah. Doing all flashy. of that stuff. He's not going to sell anybody yeah. any pranks or whatever, but it's kind of cute. Like, he went from being, like... No fang frisbees to being like, here's a fang frisbee. Yeah. 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 10% student discount. Yeah. I don't know. Like, but that's, I think it's very sweet. And I think that, I don't know. It's just a nice way to show like, hey, this rift is repaired. And, you know, the rivalry doesn't really matter when you grow up as much as it does when you're little. When you're little, that's your whole world. You're like... Mm -hmm. And again, super charming bookend. Super charming fucking bookend. Mm -hmm. And you can feel good about it. You can put it away and be like, everything's fine. All was well. George has support. He considers it a bit of a penance, though. Maybe. I yeah, I think that's why it's good for him because it's still like he still gets that like petting of the brain that I'm sure he enjoys with like order and like putting things back in their place, which he would be doing constantly with Fred or George, because right. mm-hmm. I, I don't think they can ever really stop being who they are. No. Even without each other, like, R.I.P. But, uh, yeah, I think he would get, like, what he wants for himself in that way, but then he also has the penance, as you said, like, for his own personal demons in that yeah, situation. Like, regret. I think his family would forgive and forget, mm-hmm. whereas he's going to live with it forever. Yeah, he's going to hold he Fred's death yeah. as his own fault. Which is really sad to think about. Yeah, it is. It's very sad. You know, I haven't, I know we're getting to the end of this, but I haven't thought about this before, but it was just from that comment right now, which is, I read this study earlier this year about people with a lower EQ Mm -hmm. and how um, significant traumas, even though it's a hard thing, you never want to wish a trauma on a person, but really as an adult to grow Mm -hmm. your EQ is through really serious traumas. And that they did a study where they were trying to just teach adults who scored low, just some things about empathy and stuff versus people who had lived through stuff and how exponentially faster they became more compassionate and empathetic and um, grounded in Mm. kind of their ways. So like, it's actually a really interesting thing. And not that I, I mean, in my head, I'm like, JK, so smart. She knew about this. She's (laughs) a babe. But she's a babe. babe. (laughs) It's just another thing that just came to my head now, which is like that ending to Percy. Like, yeah, he's going to hold that forever, but like, the growth he'll have from that, mm-hmm. like the plus side of trauma, can be some, like sometimes. It's true. You know, yeah. if, if, at least it's not meaningless, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if it had to happen, at least yeah. like he's taken something from it, and yeah. obviously become closer with his become family, become a better person, come yeah. closer. But with his for family. him, it wouldn't even necessarily need to be trauma. I feel like he just needs life experience because his whole life yeah. has just been books and reading and following yeah. the rules and enforcing the rules, and so like having a real life experience of like having your heart broken and mm-hmm. like feuding with your family We've well and there. <laughs> also just mm-hmm. the fact that he's always been on the side of rules 
And then suddenly to have be on the side of rules and have that be the wrong side mm-hmm. would have right. been a lot of growth it's anyway. A huge which worldview change? Yeah, which you know? would have been mm-hmm. like huge when he finally realized yeah. I have to go yeah. apologize and get out while I still can. Mm. Well, it's getting to the point where he can't ignore it. Like yeah. I don't think he was consciously making a choice to be like it's. It's very similar to what Fudge actually did, in which he was just like. There isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. There isn't a problem. People who are saying there's a problem, they're the problem. Yeah. But no, there's no problem. There's no problem. But, but when it was getting to the point where the ministry was fallen, like it was past that point. Like, <laughs> sorry, I just pictured that dog in the room full of like flames. Oh, yeah. This is fine. For like all of the seventh book yeah. until he comes back, you know, he's got to be like, Everything's fine. No, my family's not being hunted. Yeah. All this yeah. stuff. Like, that must have made it super real and scary for him. But he's in so deep that where do you go? I'm in too deep. But that's very <laughs> apt <laughs> with that comic. Because the panel that you never see after that is the dog freaking out. Like, ah, what am I saying? Everything is not fine. Um, yeah. So it works. Well, it <laughs> very works. well. First, he's a dog. Yeah. Figured it out. Yeah. He's, a he's usually a very good boy until he's not a good boy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a very obedient boy that might not have like soft hair that you want to pet. Yeah. Might not be cute, you know? Yeah. But you're still a good boy. I like the scruffy ones. Well, he's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's I forgot to mention dog. that he's horrible. Oh, he's also horrible. Always has the right, Tom? He's horrible. See? Oh. <laughs> Tom's right. Oh, hey, Tom. Tom, hey. what do you think? He's horrible. Oh. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Very, no. uh, all done so, or is there anything else? I think that's it. Let us know what you think about Percy, where yeah. your final thoughts are with his full character arc. And thank you very much, Yuni. Yeah. yeah! Griffin points! Griffin points! All right, remember that quiz segment we used to do? Yes. Professor Quizzle! We finally have enough people to do it. Amazing. So we're going to do it again. Uh, if you're new and you don't know what a quiz is. <laughs> <laughs> Stop you listening. Earth? Go somewhere else. Where? We How find, young are our listeners? We find a passage <laughs> from the Harry Potter series. We read it out, missing uh, names, maybe, or we have to guess who's speaking, mm-hmm. and uh, we get points for the houses we play for. Yes. Katie plays for Slytherin. Sure do. So this is starting kind of mid-sentence, mm. and I can do the start of it if it is too hard. Can you tell us what you're looking for first? I am looking for the two people who are the two blanks. Okay. And then... Uh, the person who is speaking, uh-huh. and then the two blanks. And then we have a bonus question after. So three people? Not what book or anything? There are three people. One is speaking, and then two are mentioned afterwards. Guys, I'm so excited and nervous. All right. Katie already knows the answer. <laughs> <laughs> she does. <laughs> I just... Wait. I don't people. know it. <laughs> talking, it's gotta be. Uh, <laughs> Laura and I are just giving Very up now. Katie knows. <laughs> All right. Tess, you're the wild card. You gotta yeah. want something for Ravenclaw. Yeah. It ain't happening over here. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gryffindor. Yeah. Well, sounds we too complicated we'll for see. me. Craig is usually actually quite generous with the quizzles. Yeah. Is he? More so than I am. Yes. I'm really rude about it. Go on. He has been telling us such amusing stories. Blank gave a maniacal laugh. Blank threw him a look 
upon which he became immediately silent and assumed an expression appropriate to the sickbed of a close friend. He has been... T- okay, here's your first bonus. He refers to the first blank. Uh, I, I love it. See, it's his Hufflepuffed nature, and he starts throwing his bones. <laughs> <laughs> he has been telling us such amusing stories. Bla- I almost said it. Blank gave a maniacal laugh. Blank threw him a look, upon which he became immediately silent and assumed an expression appropriate to the sickbed of a close friend. All right, I'll I'll do the addition. Uh, I've gotten answers from everyone, though. Enchanté, she said. Your husband has been telling oh, us shit. such amusing stories. And that was the little bit to start. So um, I'd like Laura to read her answer first. Okay, yeah. Um, so definitely wrong. Um, but I thought maybe it was, uh, you know, when Hagrid becomes a professor for the first time and Draco is always like ragging on him. Mm. I thought it was Draco speaking someone like Blaise Zabini laughing maniacally. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) She's talking to a cat. Sorry. (laughs) He's looking at me and meowing. I don't know what he wants. Um, and, uh, I thought. At first, it would have been Hermione shooting a glance at him, but I don't think that would ruffle them that much. So then I was like, oh, it's probably McGonagall. Hmm. Um, hmm. And then I assumed your bonus question would be like... Hagrid. I haven't given the bonus yeah. question yet. Yeah. So I thought maybe it would be Hagrid in that case, but okay. no. Tess. I'll leave mine to last. <laughs> okay. Kate. Um, well, I definitely know I'm wrong because of that little blurb right there and now i know exactly what it is that definitely gives it away but i thought it was around the table at grimald place um and when sirius is finally there and he's telling stories and tonks and fred and george at the table and harry and so fred and george says he's been regaling us or whatever it is in old stories sirius laughs and i think it's tonks that looks at him because molly's now what i thought was maybe tonks looked at him like shut up because molly's in the kitchen now and that's when molly's like everybody out like she disapproves of sirius telling the kids about his old like prankster ways that mm. really lovely scene in the kitchen that happens when you start to fall in love with Sirius Definitely. but I'm wrong <laughs> you almost got points though mm. uh, <gasps> Molly disapproves I change it <laughs> Tonks doesn't Tess? look Molly disapproves okay the speaker is Dobby the maniacal <laughs> laugh comes from Buckbeak and the cut eye is from the sorting hat <laughs> Done. Can that yeah. be our Mary Buff that kill? Was, oh my god! Very hard to keep a straight face after reading that. <laughs> very good. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. The Ravenclaw wit. Because she yeah. didn't get the answer right. Why she made us laugh? I nominate you for points, but I can't. Uh, yeah, that's true. Katie, why don't you give us the correct answer? Yeah. <laughs> it is Mrs. Delacour. Yes. Uh, Arthur Weasley laughs maniacally, and Molly Weasley gives him the cut eye. And I like had written down first Fleur, Ron, and Hermione, uh, and I was like almost I wasn't sure, and then I was like, I can't remember this happening with them, but I think it also happens, yeah. like, and I feel like, like I'll be honest, I was I looking for a Fleur cl- quote. Yeah, so um, I I changed it at the last minute, but ugh, difficult. And yeah, yeah I had Tonks you- slash Molly looks uh, disapproves. And I had the sorting hat. So <laughs> we all tried. We all came in with good options. <laughs> uh, your bonus. Wait, so Buckbeak was telling Dobby amusing stories? Yeah. I want to go to that party. <laughs> yeah. I like that party. All right. All right. All right <laughs> Our all right. bonus question. I like that very much. I don't know how well this is going to go. Oh. 
What is, is Madame Delacour's first name? <gasps> it is mentioned right before that line of uh, it's Bo- Madame Delacour gli- glided forwards and stooped Glide. to kiss Mrs. Weasley too. Enchanté, she said. Your husband has been telling us such amusing stories. I'm going to say something. I'm pretty sure it's not it, but um, I'm, that's the only thing I can think of, and it's like in my head. So Tess is smiling, <laughs> so I'm worried. <laughs> I don't know. Wither wings. Wither wings. Wither ling- wings delacour. Marbolo? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know the French conversion of it. Like, you know how sometimes names like Michael to Michelle? I don't. So I know the English name. Do you have a. Or I think my guess is an English name, but the French version. (laughs) So what's the English version? I feel like it starts with a B, and is there like a French version of Beatrice or like an old timey? Mm, You're all wrong. Oh, no. Are you sure? Did you double check my answer? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what did. Before you say it, what did Tess and Katie say? Poutine and Verite. 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 Okay. Yeah, but I, now I think that that's the Weasley B. twins. Appeline. Appeline. Oh. Appeline's pretty. A P O L L I N E. Oh, that's pretty. Stomped. Stomped. Five no points. Stomped. To Stomped. So five to Huffle. Very well. Thank you. Fifteen to Slytherin. Woo! Go me. No, no one's cheering. That's very Slytherin of you. You're a whole house and you're like, go five for Gryffindor because I had Molly written down. I'll give you five for that. Five for Gryffindor. (laughs) I've been gone for so long. Hey. I think I tried. I think Ravenclaw could get five points for ingenuity. No one's ever tried to make a joke out of it yet. Do you need pity points? Not pity points. No, I think we're probably still in first. (laughs) I need praise. Yeah, you're in first. No points to Ravenclaw. See, that's cutting. That was good, Craig. That is a super tough quiz. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can do more of those. I also yeah. love how yeah. wrong we are sometimes yeah. and how much it makes okay. sense yeah. at the time. Yeah. You can see the thought process and like where it would be in the book where it would be kind of similar. Yeah. And especially the Fleur and yeah. Ron and Hermione. Yeah. Like it's, it's really, really it's tough. just a new generation getting just another tangled one. up in Vila's. Fucking Vila's though, right? Yeah, they're all the right. dream. They do what they they do what they do. <laughs> they're the dream. All right, um, good good job. So I am taking over Castaway this episode. Oh, who's doing Sliff? Uh, she we, is. <laughs> I offered it to Craig. He, I, but I said I have suggestions. Like I'm just gonna. Use we we need to work through some of the suggestions. Very true. We've got many. So yeah, I thought for Castaway to appreciate the like. Pretty much an all Asian cast of um, Crazy Rich Asians that is just come out or is coming out. Um, I thought we could cast John Cho, oh. who is awesome and cute and talented. And Cedric cute. Diggory. Harold from Harold and Kumar. Yes, he also and plays Sulu in Sulu. the Star Trek reboot, mm-hmm. and he was in Selfie, and he's in a bunch of things. He's very charming. I, Are you casting like him as a person or his character from something? Um, Usually him as a, a character in the Harry Potter world. Are you casting one of his characters from something? Oh, no. No, no just, no, just him, him in general. Like okay. him cast You can pull as. from his characters, because it's hard yeah. not to, mm-hmm. but uh, Lupin. I thought Lupin too. I thought he would be such a good Lupin because yeah. he's like charming and approachable, and like I don't know. I think he's mm-hmm. like. I think he plays mad pretty well too. He plays mad pretty well. He also like seems like he's quite brainy. I don't know. I feel like he'd be a very good Lupin. 
I do like Cedric as well, though. You make a nice newt. A newt. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like the right age, right? Like Lupin just seems a bit like older and more wizened. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I could take two. Like you'd really have to make the whole family different, obviously. But I could take John Cho playing both Fred and George. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Like, like Lindsay Lohan and uh, yeah. Parent yeah. Trap. I would really love it, yeah. but with today's technology. <laughs> with today's technology, they, they did all right. Yeah, they did all right. For the they time. did. Parent Trap. I is watched seamless. it again. I know that's good. Too. Not the whole thing, but you'll see it. Oh, I watched it share a all Netflix the time. Account. Oh goodness. <laughs> but yeah, we were like, like, what did that really look like? And we went back and we're like, it's perfect. Yeah. Because wow. they didn't bother with like CGI. They just did right. everything in camera, and it's mm-hmm. it's perfect. Nice. Yeah. You could watch it back and be like... I mean, I think he'd also be, like, a really good, like, Jacob kind of character, like, in Fantastic Beasts. Like, I really mm-hmm. love the man who plays Jacob, but, like, also, like, he does, like... And in, especially in, in Harold and Kumar, like, he plays, like, the straight man really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Where he's just sort of reacting to things, and then yeah. he, like, says, like, clever witticisms. I think that that would be fun. Yeah. I do like, though, the non-traditional... Like, John Cho is beautiful. Mm. And I like Jacob, who plays the gentleman who plays Jacob, is like pudgy and and that queenie falls in love with him. Like, that's just an extra layer of love for that. That's true. Yeah. Not that John isn't a nice human. Yeah, Yeah. but he's just beautiful. It's true. And queenie's beautiful. Mm. We Mm. love Jacob. Mm -hmm. You'd probably be Cedric for that reason, too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You're right. Musculature and face. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He is. I like him as Cedric. And because he's younger, I think he'd still pass for a student, like an older student, maybe. 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 I mean, I think he's like 40. No way. I don't know. He's 46 years old. (laughs) (laughs) He looks great. What's he doing? He makes a joke about that in Selfie, though. He's like, do you even know how old I am? I guess that's true. Like, think how old Harold and Kumar is. The answer is no. No, I didn't until just now. You look amazing. Yeah. 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 Tell me your secret. <laughs> He's just in Hogwarts forever. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like a teenager. Oh, like ghost. Well, yeah, he can be Myrtle. <laughs> Myrtle. Gender Ben Myrtle. Gender Ben Myrtle. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think he'd actually be like a really fun nearly headless Nick. Yeah. Because yeah. nearly headless Nick is sort of like a straight man and he's just sort of like yeah. he's trying to be serious but everyone's like ribbing on him and stuff like yeah. that. Like dude you a ghost. <laughs> I don't even know. Sir Cardogan. Yes. Good one. Yeah. R.E.T. So now it is time for characters from other shows that are in Slytherin. Did you make that one up? Yep. <laughs> Sounds yeah. very similar to the last yeah. one. It's starting to feel like a clip show. This is the thing, I'm not that creative. <laughs> um, so this is a fun one because it actually comes to us from two people in like the past week. Maybe some others who will go unnamed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like this is just like something that keeps cropping up and there's mm-hmm. been like two suggestions for the same character in this past week, so for sure. And also, it doesn't hurt that both the people who suggested it are named Katie. <laughs> Yay! Hey. More of us. More of yeah. us. It is very nice. Um, so we have uh, the suggestion is from Katie Ocasio and also Katie Anthony. Yeah, and they're both in Ravenclaw. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I you know see the I mean? real. You know right. what I 
Jamie? Tell him right. The real reason now. But I'm actually very happy that Tess is here for this one um, because it is Blair Waldorf from Gossip Girl. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting a beer. <laughs> He's actually leaving. It's fine. We'll do it without you. It's so very true. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'll read the synopses of these from these two lovely Katie's. Um, Wait, are they friends? Do they know each other? I don't know if it's coordination. Not all Katie's are friends. Why? Just Why are they all group? my friends? <laughs> They're all my friends. Wait, are these my Katie's? Yeah. What you should have asked. Do they live in these my friends? Ontario? Yeah. Katie's from Katie. You know. Uh, anywho, so uh, Katie Anthony says, I know she seems more like a stereotypical Slytherin. She's bossy and bitchy and very ambitious. However, I have a friend who reminds me a lot of Blair. I'm a very introverted person, sometimes don't stand up for myself, but my friend will be the first to jump onto my defense when I need, when I might not defend myself. This is very sweet. She has like a little story, like we were on a uni team trip once and I lost my wallet on the trip. My Blair friend noticed I didn't have any lunch and asked me about it. I reminded her that I didn't have a wallet or any way to buy lunch and she buy, buy lunch and she gave me a debit card and told me, Don't come back unless you have a full meal, no side or do- dollar menu crap. And it wasn't even a question and it was very sweet. And she was just like, You're my friend, that's why. And I thought that was very kind. And uh, I know I think that's very kind. And Katie Ocasio says Ocasio. I'm sorry if I'm saying your name. It's okay. You can't say anything right. (laughs) We've established this already. (laughs) She can say the word Katie right. I can say it a lot. Great name. But she's visualizing the letters K and T. K K D K D K D Mac and Cheese. Mm, I'm hungry. Anywho, uh, so uh, Katie Ocasio says, um, yes, I do realize that she might seem as an obvious choice for the stereotypical bad Slytherin when the show first starts. But as it progresses, Blair grows as a person. Eventually, she surpasses Serena to become the main female character. And in my opinion, the only character on that show that you want to root for. By season six, Blair is a well-rounded person who would do just about anything for the ones she loves, especially if it involves her cunning, scheming skills to help them. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> Yay! Thank you! You made it through. Like a child could do this, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm very proud of myself right now. Uh, she shows ambition in her goal to become more than Chuck Bass's girlfriend by going after things that she wants without any help from him. Finally, although Blair's first instinct is to be selfish, she always in the end does the right thing and proving that she has a heart of gold. So that's what she says. And uh, let's do some clips. So you're just going to go back to Serena like nothing happened and just leave me all alone? Oh, you're not alone, G. I'm here now. And I brought some people who really, really want to see you. I think you remember your parents. The only thing feared by the spawn of Satan? Mom and Dad. Leave it to Blair Waldorf to know that bitches don't just happen, they're made. By parents even more wicked than their offspring. Okay, um, Mom, Dad, this is not what you think. You have to believe me. There, there, Georgie. It's gonna be okay. No, this time it won't. Or it won't. Your parents were so worried, G. They told me everything. How you're supposed to be on the equestrian circuit but sold your show Pony for Cocaine. That was a difficult time, but I I put that behind me. When? When you were in rehab? It's hard to get clean when you hitchhike into town, steal a credit card, and book a ticket to Ibiza. You didn't see where they sent me. I mean, that place was awful. It was was in Utah. At least I lasted longer than Lohan. We were trying to help. I've had enough. I have to go. Regina, stop. Yes. 
stay, Georgina. I'll go. Oh, that reminds me, I almost forgot to leave you with the information I discussed with your parents. What's this? Where you're going? A boot camp for troubled girls. Claire was kind enough to do some research. Haven't you heard? I'm the crazy bitch around here. I didn't know Michelle Trachtenberg was in that. I know. That makes me want to watch it. Have you guys not seen it? No. I've watched it. Yeah. 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 That was one of my fun employed shows. Yeah. <laughs> I had that too when I was living in England. Just, just me and the girls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I told Chuck I loved him. Again. And he didn't say it back. Again. Blair, I'm not going to tell people that. Why not? I'm giving you what you need to be queen. I don't want to be queen. I just wanted a chance to have a life in school. And look what it almost made me do. That's the thing. You need to be cold to be queen. Anne Boleyn thought only with her heart and she got her head chopped off. So, her daughter Elizabeth made a vow never to marry a man. She married her country. Forget boys. Keep your eye on the prize, Jenny Humphrey. You can't make people love you. But you can make them fear you. For what it's worth. You're my queen. Choose you. Um, yeah, so I haven't seen the show, but those those clips are yes, she are, very much is. Yeah, Some of us it. have seen the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, I 100% Slytherin. She terrifies me because on one hand, you want to be you want her to be your friend because when she's like fiercely protecting people, yeah, you yeah. want her on your side. But also, yeah. 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 but also like the entire show is just like a bunch of Slytherins being frenemies. Um, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So like they're all they're super all Machiavellian. Yeah. So they're all blaze beanies. It's insane. <laughs> There's no Ravenclaws like or Hufflepuffs and, randomly yeah, thrown in there. No, I don't think they would cut it. To be honest, no, no. It may be like a, a mean Gryffindor. Yeah. Maybe. They they might be allowed to be or the extras, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to be on the show anyway. Oh. You're the teachers. <laughs> no, the dad. Hufflepuffs are teachers. Yeah. Oh, the dad. Yeah. 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 yeah, the Who's dad. dad? <laughs> There's a dad. There's always a dad. They're just teenagers. They have to have parents so somewhere. This is, is a question. Like they are teenage. Like, this mm-hmm. is in high school? They're yeah. teenagers of upper class New York. Yeah, they seem like they're. Yeah. What's the Super difference so between all this trust yeah. fund and o- the OC? So. Not really anything. Okay. I think That's it's just like I'm a little you bit more richer in this one. Obviously, they're very mean. Where the other one, it's okay. like drama happens, but we're just normal high school kids. Where these ones are like, these are very privileged, rich, mean people who are intentionally mean okay. and intentionally try to like spoil each other's. They lives. have so much money that mm. they have to produce their own entertainment by backstabbing their best friends. Mm. Gotcha. Whereas nine hundred two and O would mo- be more closely to the OC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Geographically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, if we want to map it. <laughs> agree. Agree. Yeah. Katie's agree. Yeah. I'm sorry for. I, I'm pretty sure someone else sent this in like a very long time ago, like over mm-hmm. a year ago. We'll so look through our notes. If it was and you and you're like, I need my points, damn it, which you should be. Claim your own points. Especially yes. if you're in Hufflepuff. Especially if you're in Hufflepuff, or you perhaps may need to more desperately. So yeah, if I forgot you, write in and tell me that I forgot you. So we just had a lot of fun trying to figure out if we could do something special for episode 69 for Mary Boff Kill. Hubba! And Hubba. Yeah. things Boff. got wild. Mary yeah. 69 Kill. Mary 69 you Kill. You have to 69 okay. the person. No, so, right. not a Boff. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm into Patreon it. Patreon knows what we're talking about. Yeah. But 
Gotta give us for a buck. The, <laughs> for the rest of the Gotta world. Gotta give us a buck beak. Uh, Hint. We are going to choose Hint. between the cast-off brothers or the misunderstood brothers, which are Percy, mm-hmm. Regulus Black, mm-hmm. and Aberforth Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Goat not included. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fine, goat included. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you gotta marry one, you gotta kill one, and you gotta sixty-nine <laughs> the other. I need to googly. All right. All right Are you on. googling what sixty-nine is, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? We have like thirteen-year-olds like listen to this. Oh, they bother. know what that is. It's like the funniest thing to say when you're a kid. You're like sixty-nine. <laughs> what That's is first it? base for them, probably. You kids, you're our future. Children, stay on Children. Children. Future. 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 Don't it love like us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Future is coming. Hey, hey, hey. We're doing everything but answering this question. Yeah. I'm ready. Go. You go right ahead. Okay. So, and then give us Tom's answer. Oh, Tom's is the sorting hat. Okay. So, I'm going to marry Aberforth. I know there's some like interesting stuff there but i also think that um it pro- it'd probably be pretty nice it'd be like slightly grumpy but out of the choices i think that it'd make the best like companion mm. um i would i think that i would boff percy or no 69, 69. percy <laughs> weasley because I mean, he'd be annoying, but I don't really have to see his face. <laughs> but you gotta see his ween. Yeah, you know, a little tuft of red hair is funny. <laughs> and then, funny. And then I guess you just have to kill uh, Mr. Black. Mr. Black. Mr. Black. <laughs> um, sorry, I just realized halfway through you saying that, that Kate has a rule that she always marries a Weasley. Oh, yeah. I am fighting it hard right now. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what happens. What even is going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen, Kate? <laughs> Do you want to go? Do You, you go? don't have to right now. Let me just mull it over for All a right. second. Just right. trying to find a way out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like it's kind of an obvious choice to kill Regulus. Because, like, we know the least about him. We know that he's a Death Eater. Oh, I was he, he, he came back. He left it's the true. Death Eater. And said, but that's still, wrong. like, a Malfoy-level type of personality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I am going to bank on the fact that Sirius is so hot that Regulus <laughs> is probably super hot. So I'm going to instead 69 him. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Um, and uh, uh, now I'm stuck between... A Weasley and a Dumbledore. I had to kill one. That's upsetting. Mm. A genius it's and a It's not about the place. name, Katie. Mm. I guess so. I think mm, I'm going to marry Aberforth. But, like, I'm marrying him when he's super old. So then That's, he'll die and then I'll get the hogshead. Hmm. And then I'm going to kill Percy. I'm sorry, buddy. I was thinking about marrying you because, like, you end up to be all right. But I still think you'd kind of be annoying. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather sixty nine with Regulus if he looks like Sirius, which I'm bl- which I'm really banging. You're not gonna on. see his face. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, I mean, he's a very well. handsome penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It'll be fun. Oh, I mean, mine. no one says like that's that's only the start and end. 
No, that's it. We can have some episode 69. No, there's nothing Ah, else. Well, whatever. I was thinking, I'm kind of similar to Katie. I was thinking, like, well, Regulus's story and Percy's story are very similar, except one was a legit Death Eater and one was just, like, a flat earther. And was like, whoops, I'm wrong. (laughs) Oh, my God. You just, like, knocked the headphone out of Katie. (laughs) Was not prepared for that. That's really funny. I love that more than anything. Yeah, and was Percy like, would be a flatter. Whoops, I'm wrong, and came back to his family. Right? But like, how one involves murder. Work if yeah. the Earth is round. Yeah, one involves murder, and one just involves stupidity. So, um, so on that note, I'm oh. gonna marry a Weasley. Wow. Because he comes back. Why is this a shop? And he's oh, nice. Find a way out of and it. I would work in the shop and I'd get to hang out with George twenty four seven. Percy'd be in the back. He'd be like, whatever. Percy Getting in the back, George in the front. Yeah. This couch is got the jokes. Yeah. Yeah, and then I would sixty nine. <laughs> Regulus, very absolutely hands down. Give me that little bit of black family. Uh, sign me up. Ten out of ten would recommend. Keep your hand on the piece. Yeah. Keep your hand on the piece. And sorry, Everforth, but the goat thing is too much. For me. Yeah, it's just it's a goat. Too, it's just too he ambiguous. Like, it's he, yeah. it's like he inappropriate charms on a goat. Yeah. Oh. And it's, his Patronus is a goat as well. It's spooky. Oh, wow, he really loves like, goats. And okay. the hog's head also smells like goats. And yeah. it's like, what's with goats? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my husband you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, it's my husband too, noises. but like, <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> he stinks. Well, you know what? Goat cheese, mm-hmm. baby goats. Fainting goats. Fainting goats. Buttercup the goat. Ah, I'm going to marry Aberforth. Screaming goats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Three for Aberforth. Yeah. I mean, I killed him. he's all right. <laughs> and then I'm going to... Um, so mine's the same as Katie. But as usual, we have different answers. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill Percy. Will He'd be a little too hard to live with, and I don't know that I would find his wiener funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> his chest. Yeah. 69 and giggling yeah. away. <laughs> like, we'll call each other after or something. She'd be like, it was really funny. And I'll be like, oh, take your word for it, Stab. Um, wow. Yeah. Stab. I, I wouldn't. Do it that is canon that we stab them to, to kill through. them. Yeah. 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 And then uh, <laughs> I, I would 69 Regulus because. Um, because he's a Death Eater, I could use the pickup line. Um, my vagina's name is Death. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so you gonna eat me? Because <laughs> you're looking like a snack. <laughs> But, hey man, we're all waiting for well it. You can hear done. a pin drop. Well <laughs> fucking done. That's very I'm nice. Sorry. No, you shouldn't be. Earn it. There it, it is, folks. We, huh. This is what you come for. Yep. <laughs> right? Right. right. I hope so. Okay. That's right. what I said to Regulus. <laughs> this is what you come for. <laughs> You're like dead <laughs> trees. <laughs> <your house. laughs> Leave. Okay, gotta go. Lori's crying. I mean, so <laughs> am I, but her eyes are. I can't top that Please at do. all. So <laughs> bottom it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can we just give five so points to Ravenclaw for yeah. excellent yes. jokes? Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> they're crushing it. <laughs> Yeet. All right. Oh, fuck.
It's All right, shirt. killing Aberforth. Aw. He's... Keeping the goat. Elderly. <laughs> yeah, if the goat wants to hang around, sure. Uh, it's just one goat? We don't know. This is the thing. It's just Would you it's rather too it vague. Well, yeah, baby goats are great. How many? How how long do they stay babies? I don't know. How long do they stay babies? That's his inappropriate terms. He's just stunting all the growth because he likes baby goats so much. Oh, oh that got dark. Dark? Is that dark? It's cute. I don't know. Aren't we insinuating he does things with the goats? Oh. We're not sure. I was saying it's not But that's what we've wrong. done with dogs oh. to make them look True. like puppies forever. Okay, okay so Aberforth is dead. Wow, just like we're widows. Is dead. Oh. Three, three widows. Three widows. I guess, Sister I guess wives. we're uh, <laughs> sister widows. But we're sixty-nining sisters. What? So I'm sixty-nining Percy. What? Oh, wait. wait. Okay, so you guys both sixty-nine Percy. So yeah. you're saying you're sixty-nine sisters? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sister wives. Tell me the reason why you're sixty-nining. <laughs> Tell me why. Tell you me about sixty-nine sisters. Tell me why. <laughs> I know why uh, I'm doing it. 69 He's in the redheads. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Orange and blue go well blue? together. You have blue pubes? No, but my eyes are blue, and I'll be down by his pubes. <laughs> so you're doing it purely for the aesthetics? Yep. It's just blue eyes near a mysterious cloud of pubes. <laughs> Looking through, like, two, like, parts in the pubes. Okay. Uh, and then... That's very funny. And a weird reason. <laughs> Super odd. Well, my eyes are blue. It's got to mention it at least once an episode. Yeah. I guess so. The listeners uh, need to know. Marrying Regulus. He's from a very rich family. That's true. He made a mistake. He realized his mistake. And was integral to taking out Voldemort. That's mm-hmm. very true. He was. I, I don't know if your cat agrees. But at the same time, maybe not. Because if he hadn't taken the locket, Harry and Dumbledore would have found it. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of backtracking a little. He was a bit of an idiot. But at no, least I'd be, an idiot. I, I'd be smarter idiot. than my husband, which he is had, fine. He had no idea that that would happen. Yeah. He was yes, I know. doing the best he could with the hindsight. information. He found out it was a horcrux. Right? Yes. Plus he and rich. He rich. He rich. And he, he had rich a preacher. And yeah, pretty. That was Tom who said that. Like, rich and pretty. <laughs> like a young Gary Oldman. Like a Gary Like a Gary Youngman. Youngman. <laughs> yeah. But um. Guys! <laughs> <laughs> It's just like I, the, this like rotating dynamic of like a few of us being happy with jokes and a few of us being mad with jokes like all through the episode. Uh, it's an no. emotional roller coaster. It, it really is. is. Well, I'm anyway. sure you're all feeling like we are. Super horny. This is appropriate for our 69th episode. I'm- we gotta end it sexy. We didn't realize it was our 69th. Did we start it sexy? We gotta end well, no, it sexy. no, that's what I mean. Like, we, did, we didn't realize it was our 69th episode until, like, most of the way through. I feel I, like until we, it was happening. I was, saving right? <laughs> I was saving myself until the end. Well, you know, yeah. Ugh. All right. Mm-hmm. Everyone's upset. Okay. Welcome to our shoutro. Where we're going to shout to you about stuff that happened last episode. First off, American Viking had a a good point that in the show Magicians, 
uh, they reference astronomy a lot in their spell work and oh, stuff I like that. that yet. So I think that's just moved up on my list a bit more mm. for mm. what to watch next. But to answer our question from last episode of what would you replace with astronomy we have some points to give out yeah we got a lot of really great responses thanks for doing your homework you guys yeah we have some honor (laughs) honorable mentions three of which are ravenclaws and one slytherin yes so we've got henry lorenzalo katie ocasio and kathy jackson all for ravenclaw and (laughs) sam anderson for slytherin Uh, y'all had really (laughs) good ideas for what to replace astronomy with uh, including social studies, biology, religions from different world or different cultures. I think it's just wizarding cultures class. Because I think like she that. was using her, like, the example of a religious... Well, but, like, relig- learning learning class. through because religion about different societies and stuff, and I think helping to bridge that gap between very different cultures. And I think it would help if it was from a religious ex- aspect. I guess so. I'm an atheist, so obviously. But, yeah, I was going to say, there's backup. Really theology in Harry Potter. It Like, they celebrate Christmas, and yeah. they celebrate Easter, but they don't talk about why. church at all. So yeah. it'd well, be kind of weird to come. But then again, that's pagans, just so. one bit of the... Yeah, it's just one part of the world. So maybe yeah. in other wizarding cultures, it's more of a big deal. Yeah. Take and the class. Take the class. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and engineering as well. So... Uh, four really good sciences to replace, but the uh, the winner of the twenty points is Alice Clifton, yeah. a Gryffindor. She ah. fucking earned it though. Uh, and her class would be magical materials, mm-hmm. which would also well. First, she said astronomy is a necessity. Basically, she said don't get rid of it. It's important for what they need to do. But if mm-hmm. she had to get rid of it. It would be for magical materials, which is kind of like a physics mix with uh, chemistry. So it would really oh. help with transfiguration. Yeah, it complement potions quite well. Yeah. yeah, both of those would be, and even charms. Charms, yeah, charms yeah, is a lot charms. of like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she she really did her homework. Yeah, and way to go! It's great. She was like, Thanks, "I'm a Hermione level Gryffindor." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, girl, you are yeah, for girl. sure. So just to be clear, so, everyone who emailed got points. Oh yeah, she got you'll the all get whole twenty-point caboodle. First off, she says in her field we often talk about the division between basic science and applied science. Applied science is doing research with the goal of aiding invention in some way. Basic science is done without that goal, just to learn something new. Most astronomy is basic science and isn't done for new inventions. Doing chemical tests on a new material to see if we can make iPhones would be applied science, basically. Hmm. So magical materials would probably be most closely related to muggle high school physics, how physical bodies interact and all, but they'd also be studying what the actual material Mm -hmm. of something is. It'd make a lot of sense for you to understand, say, how porous a piece of concrete is or how easily pewter shears before you try to transfigure a statue into a swan Mm -hmm. or a cauldron into a coffin. Or like Accio, like the different materials that are flying towards you with like... And coming at what speed, or is there a magical... Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. It also make a ton of sense for potions. Does it make sense to crush this ingredient? And for charms, how quickly will mm-hmm. the charm wear off this extremely dense piece mm-hmm. of lead versus this feather? 
So there's I a like lot this. of science yeah, behind these questions, and I yeah. love that Thank because you, it's not page. really brought up. Yeah. In the books yeah. at all. It's, it's just really like, good. How's that, do? How's that done? Magic. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Tom? Oh, it's magic. Oh, it's oh, beautiful. Yes. So uh, quiet, Tom. Yeah. So reserved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even just the science of resistance and friction and how that applies to magic is fascinating because yeah. that's all materials. She also says material science was also well developed by the Middle Ages, though it obviously went by a different name. Here's the thing, those so-called Dark Ages were actually a period of enormous technical innovation that paved the way for the so-called Enlightenment. Uh, and we always say that the magical world seems to be quite behind, so they definitely have a grasp of this. Yeah. Whether it was in Transfigurations or not, it'd just be like maybe a week-long course or mm-hmm. something you study for an hour before trying to transfigure something, but you really need a course on its own for it. So, yeah. I like Alice. It. Yeah. Well done. Way to go. I didn't want to take physics, but I do want to take that class. <laughs> it does sound like fun. She's so practical. So practical. Like practical magic. <laughs> so, Kate, did you have a, a fudged up? You said? I did. Okay. It's not Harry Potter related, but it's very funny. Laura, Shania Twain is 100% Canadian. She was born in Windsor, Ontario. She moved to Tin- Timmins. That's when she became a star, and now she does live in oh, Switzerland, yes. I was told she was born in, like, Idaho or something. No. That's right. I was yeah. told the queen was born from Catherine Baragon, so here we are. Yeah. We, <laughs> we know what we know. I was in the bath like, ah, what? It's only because I wrote my entire fifth grade report on oh, Shania Twain. Oh, fifth yeah. grade report? Yeah. That's and I got funny. to do a cover page, and I had a nice cutout of her, and then, like, I colored it all in, and... Amazing. Yeah, Shy Twain and Celine Dion were the two reports I did in grade five. That like, do impress <laughs> me Very nice. Uh, I have a We Fudged Up from Ooh. another babe. Um, so we got a message on uh, Twitter um, from Annika. And she says, fun, because we were talking about this before, like, can wizards travel in space? And All right. what kind of jacuzzi suit would they need? <laughs> <clears throat> so she says, uh, fun fact, it takes longer, much longer to freeze to death in space than you'd think, because although there is almost no heat, there's almost nothing to take the heat energy away. So wizards would mostly need to worry about breathing, radiation, and the bends. Oh, the bends. And she wizards signed it with a blue heart. Bend. So I'm guessing a Ravenclaw? Prove me wrong. Maybe her heart froze to death. <laughs> Very slowly. It started as red, and then it became blue. Texting so from space. Uh, I have a few more shout shout out tros okay well uh so i started listening to woke doctor who which is another podcast that um is very fun i like how that it's not a rewatch podcast because i get very like i i like them for a while but i always sort of leapfrog it and then i get behind and then i don't know so anyway um very nice i listened to their black panther review which is really really good and i listened to they have an episode called the sorting fez where they sort all of the doctors <laughs> and companions into their hogwarts houses so it's very much like so was good it for potterheads as well every single one was a Ravenclaw or a hufflepuff in the uh actually no companions were hufflepuffs <laughs> surprisingly no and they had some really interesting like i don't really want to give it away but they had some really interesting points that i would wouldn't have thought of um for the companions or the doctors but like huh. it's very interesting i like their reasoning and yeah so if you like doctor who give that a whirl that's oh and i watched all of letter kenny i liked it <laughs> for good Cana- canadian, it's a good content. canadian content show i did enjoy it 
Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's getting a lot of Keep awards. Keep it whirl. It's our lovely Aaron's 30th birthday. This is true. So just a shout out to Aaron. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy Welcome birthday. to the club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you're old. Late. Like you're old. I feel like she's doing better than us, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, winning this you know one. I mean, <laughs> I mean younger, she gets her name on this podcast. Better. She doesn't even have to come on it. Yeah, yeah. she's figured it out. <laughs> she's, she's figured, figured it out. It out. Um, I also just want to say uh, that uh, I my place was flooded last week. Yes. And everyone in this room was oh. incredibly kind and supportive to me. And Except helped for me. me. Especially Tom. 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 Who did oh, for fuck Tom. Tom. I did fuck all. <laughs> I left the country. Yeah. I'm out of here. Thanks for nothing, you big jerk. Why is your country always on fire and flooded? I don't know. I mean, it's both. Every, that's a whole world right it's now. A it's a song on of fire. ice and yeah. fire. Yeah, it's yeah. a song of ice and fire. Right. But anyway, it was very like difficult to deal with. But like these guys are amazing and so very lovely. So I'm back in my house thanks Yay. to these four idiots. We love you, Katie. And I really, really appreciate you. Four idiots you. of the flood apocalypse. <gasps> well, that's nice. It's okay. It's not. You don't have to make that face. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, I loved it. Tom I loved it. it. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Anyhow, I love you too, Craig. <laughs> Keep it down, Tom. Pipe <laughs> hey, <I'm> down, Tom. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, so love you. Love I love you. you. I love you. I love you. You're my friends, and I love you. That's all for this episode, the 69th episode, super sexy like, of Mischief Managed Podcast. Thanks for listening you can check us out on instagram at mischief managed podcast on twitter at mischief podcast and on facebook pinterest and tumblr rate and review us on itunes if you want to get in touch <laughs> send us an owl at mischief managed podcast at gmail.com and check out our patreon for the cursed child parody readings and all our other bonus content. <laughs> Bring it home, Kate. <laughs> Mischief Managed was co-created by the 30 and flirty Aaron Reinald and original music by the 69ing Devin Highland. <laughs> and as always, Mischief Managed. Oh my god, it's our 69 episode! It is. I was tr- I'm trying to think of a 69 related Mary Buffalo. Yeah, I was on my well, way here too, and I was like, mm-hmm. the stipulation is 69. No matter what you do, you have to 69. Before you kill them? Well, look around. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's how you kill them. <laughs> through 69. Just uh, chomp your way through. Death by schnoo schnoo. To death. Who <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Chomp your way through!